Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories, baby! As it's the review show for 1999. As, you know, normally it should be a ratings battle. However, it's just become a ratings beatdown between WWF and WCW. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. 1999 in the books, y'all. Now we're ready for them two triple zeros. The ch- 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 chosen one, Mike. We will- That's right, Slab Nuts. I forgot he had that cool gimmick. I sounded like <laughs> such a dork before him. God damn it. No, Corey, you need to take the bass out of your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's end uh, Corey's 99 with a bang. Guys. DDP's here? 99 felt I like I did it. not try to fuck his wife. <laughs> I don't hey, believe you. Hey. Did you try to screw Kimberly? <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> but I had to stand in line. That's true. Fair enough, sir. So, guys, 1999 is done. It felt like it uh, It went by pretty quick. Go quick. It felt like, you know, it just felt like it felt like we started it yesterday. As of 1998, went four years. Oh, God, yes. During, even during this pandemic, we were able to get this show done. Yeah, it was amazing. And every, the pandemic took a year. <laughs> every morning, there was a halo hanging from the corner of my girlfriend's four-post bed. There it is. Hey now, All-Star. That's wrong band. <laughs> okay, Butterfly. I'm going to be hitting you with some, some lyrics from 99's hottest hits, y'all. Calm down, Crazy Town. That's not them either. <laughs> Goddamn. Sugar Ray, motherfucker. Okay, they're... Uh, Third Eye Blind. Stream in California. <laughs> That's a good uh, Rolling Stone song, right? Kansas. Jesus Christ. Kansas. I know rock bands. I, I know maps. <laughs> so, guys, 1999 is done. What do you guys think of it? What do you guys think? Did you have fun? Did you enjoy Parts the... Parts of it? Did you enjoy the four show, weekly four shows we had to watch to the no. latter part? No. Did you enjoy the... Uh, Pay-per-view back-to-back, or sometimes in a month, three pay-per-views? No. No. Nah, bro. If they were better pay-per-views, maybe. If they were better shows, maybe. But um, I had fun overall. It didn't kill my passion for it. Mostly because I knew 2000 was coming. They tried. They did their best. They did their Both companies at different times. They did their best. Tried hard. So what I did as the host here, I spent five hours. Humble break. By five hours, I mean on and off for five hours. I went to January 4th, and I looked at my stuff, at my notes, to see what we can talk about. See if we can remember I'm things. I'm sure nothing eventful happened on that one. Nothing. Nah. So, let's talk about it. The year 1999, and let's start with who was entering as champion. Corey, do you remember? Of course. Um, <laughs> one was Kevin Nash. Okay. The other one's a trick question, depending on how you're asking it. Yep. Who it's entered? Either, it's either The Rock, or if you're going by air or by tape date, Mankind. We're gonna go January fourth. Air date. Air date. Yes. Because he won it December twenty eighth or twenty seventh. Yeah. So technically speaking, McFoley started the year as champion, but on tape life, it was but The Rock. It was The Rock. Okay. Who was Intercontinental Champion? Oh. Ken Shamrock. Okay, who is U.S. champion? Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bret Hart. There you go. 
Who are the tag team champions? Um, and uh, uh, well, uh, Big Boss Man and Ken Shamrock. There you go. And technically, isn't it Rick Steiner and Judy Bagwell? Or Kenny Chaos, depending on who you want. Yeah. Who is the European? Um, X-Pac. Yep. Uh, Cruiserweight. Billy Kidman. Yep. Hardcore champion and light heavyweight. Not the same person. Not the same okay. person. I was like, no, no. I don't know. Gilbert is the light heavyweight. Yep. Hardcore is Road Dog. You got it. Who is the TV champ? And the TV champion was Conan. Rick Steiner. In January? Oh, man. Uh, Conan. My, <laughs> it might be the uh, my uh, iPad felt like messed up there. That's right. That was right. So <laughs> we have Terry. them. Your, <laughs> your iPad can't face the database. <laughs> you can meet the machine. Your iPad don't want that smoke. So let's uh, break down each show like we normally do, but let's do it in the year. So uh, sit back and relax. Cause it's going to take us about four hours per show. Let's not do that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm out. So, guys, uh, January 11th, the LWO is killed off. Well, hold it, on. I just want to ask you real quickly. Yes. What was more memorable to you? Mankind's title win putting butts in the seats or sexual predator Bill Goldberg? Mankind. I'm going to go sexual predator Bill Goldberg because <laughs> he shows up to everywhere she goes. She works out where she, where she works. It's amazing. So, yes, January 4th. You have the finger poke of doom and Mankind versus The Rock for the championship. With With probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest. There it is. Pop of all time. I would like them to do a study of what the biggest pop of all time is. That has got to be in the top three. Because, like, in terms of sound, I know it's called the Royal Pop. And I can't definitively say it was louder than theirs, but you're not getting louder than that. So I, I'd be curious what you think is on that level. I'd have to think about it. It's that one. Ironically, another one for me is a Stone Cold at WrestleMania 14 when that glass breaks to come out. the The camera shakes, mm-hmm. but it's not compared. But that one can't compare to this one. This one's way louder. Other than that, in terms of like just deafening like loudness, some of those Hogan pops in the late 80s were ridiculous, especially Toronto. It's crazy, man. Anytime Hogan goes near Toronto, it's deafening. Like, I know the finger poke of doom is a big deal, um, but when anybody says January 4th, I think of the McFoley match. That's what is immediately comes to the top of my mind. I do as well. It's funny because I think of the other thing, but for different reasons. Like, you guys are thinking positive moment. I'm thinking negative moment. So, I'm thinking, uh, that's for Dose W, kill, we have like, the finger poke of doom. Hogan wins the title. Bill Goldberg's arrested for being a sexual predator. But in most people's eyes, that's the day that basically killed WCW. Yeah, we proved it. That's not true. <clears throat> uh, as a what the fuck, uh, January 25th, actually. Uh, we essentially said that WCW was better than it had been betrayed after the finger poke of doom. Mm-hmm. That's the end of January. Yep. Yep. We proved that was absolutely not a true statement. Yeah. That they did not. And 
I'm not blaming the change in look and everything, but they didn't fall off a cliff till they changed their look, their mm-hmm. company logos, everything. When they became Space Jam Vagina splattered on a window and everything, something happened. They lost their fucking mojo. Yeah. So let's see if you guys remember some of this stuff. January 11th, the LWO was killed off because Eddie was flown from a car. Nope. Rick I Fla- do because Rick, Rick I Flair, now, but Rick like- Flair promised to party with Hoovy, and I really wanted Hoovy and Rick Flair going to a donkey show in Tijuana. That's President Rick Flair, as he is now president at the time. How awesome would that video have been? Uh, not legal in the States. We Can't have we have uh, Raven doing his best impersonation of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What a mark! That was fantastic. Uh, Ric Flair is president. Bischoff's not in charge. Bischoff becomes a a, a, a stooge. He has to be a grunt. He has to do working, uh, moving the ring, driving well, trucks. The best part was when he was sat at the ring with Wild Bill. Don't, <laughs> Don't put it on a platter for me, Bill. Put it on a platter, Bill. Dunked. Uh, he was dunk tanked. Part of a dunk, you know. Um, president Flair sane for a little bit until he thinks he's the president of the United States towards the end of the story. I uh, I know Mike didn't enjoy it. I loved crazy President Flair. Piper uh, becoming vice president at the end. RPVP? 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 Um, you guys remember Saturn losing to, to Chris Jericho to wear a dress to make oh, yes. it hip? Oh, yes, yeah. I do. He lost to Jericho, sold out for that reason. Um, Nash getting pinned by Ray, but then taking his little mask and putting it on his head. <laughs> we also have uh, Scott Steiner maybe throwing Kimberly out of a car, moving vehicle. How about the company showing complete boneheadedness in terms of where to put things as they have Scott Steiner commit vehicular manslaughter? Yep. They have Hogan and the crew gang beat down David Flair. It's in the January pay-per-view. Yep. All these heinous things that the Wolfpack did, right? And they set the pay-per-view up to get revenge. Unfortunately, they put the goddamn pay-per-view in Oakland, California, which is the worst place. Yep. Not even the Cow Palace. To put anything with the NWO. I just I love the, the I love the look of Scott Steiner being the overwhelming baby face against DDP who is defending his wife's name and honor. Yep. And yet Steiner is cheered like he's the fucking second coming and beat DDP's boot out of the building. <laughs> Loved it. The idea that Scott's saying that she was hitting on him, <laughs> she couldn't resist him. It's true. And I love the the idea of the fact that we had to wait a couple weeks to wonder if and we still don't know to this day. Did she get thrown out? Did she jump out? To this day, we still don't know. Eh, she jumped out. She jumped out. Oh, she definitely jumped out. Tells the uh, barbershop window. Uh, we have these NWO Elite, and we have Conan wondering why he got so kicked out. Everybody's weeks still later, actually. Hmm. Weeks later, you know, I still don't know why I was kicked out. We've had a tag team tournament twice this year for WCW. With the most amazing brackets. Hmm. Just, uh, we had Oof. Disco being a stooge for one Scott Hall, which actually worked. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Bret Hart dealing with Will Sasso. That didn't work. 
boy. And was embarrassed. Oh, oh my God, Jesus. Brett. What a terrible year, Brett. Not good. Oh, my God. Not good, God. Bob. Uh, we had a storyline between NWA and NWB. Hogan stirring the pot in the B team. Brother, you're the only one who could be in control, dude. Stevie Ray thinking he's The Rock, so they have him start dressing and acting like The Rock. I guess they stole, they instead of Prince Ikea for the 98, for 99, it's Stevie Ray. Uh, Ric Flair being put in the desert, not once, but twice this year. Being attacked by the NWO, and then being buried alive by the filthy animals. Goddamn. And who has least? Who has less respect for Ric Flair, Eric Bischoff, or Vince Russo? Yes, Jesus man. We have Rey Mysterio losing his mask at Super Brawl. To one, uh, the uh, one of our favorites is them hyping a Bam Bam Bigelow versus Goldberg match that was two months too late. Till it was ice cold. Till it was ice cold. We have uh, David Flair turning on Rick. However, it's just more of the debut of Tori Wilson. Ray becoming the giant killer as he defeats uh, Kevin Nash. Scott Norton, Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, speaking of Scott Norton, we have the cat calling out Scott Norton for about a month and a half. <laughs> Getting his ass kicked every time. Um, Ricky Rackman was a thing? No. No? Okay. Yeah. I refuse to believe that. Just throwing that out. Uh, we have... Uh, you guys remember when Nash and Hogan wanted uh, Tory's friend to bang David Flair at the hotel? But he stayed true to Tory. So would I. I don't care how hot the other woman is. When you've already got Tory, I mean, why bother? You're not wrong. Uh, Buff Bagwell being kicked out of the NWO. That uh, was a heart heartbreaking day for one uh, Corey, as he uh, made me happy. Made me, made me a flutter with happiness. But isn't Buff Bagwell your no your favorite? Fuck that. That's my no. Name. Okay. Now we're getting to the dark shit. Uh, F- Ric Flair stripping Scott Hall of the U.S. title. How many times has Scott Hall been stripped of titles this year? Jesus yes. Fucking Christ. <laughs> Maybe stop putting fucking belts on him. Just hey, why did we? Why do you get stripped? Because a WCW employee ran over his foot with the product truck. There's the right answer there. Because, <laughs> you know, that's what happens. Uh, what else we have? Miss NWO and Miss WCW Spring Break. How that end, uh, Rackman? Not. Hey, man. It ended in two ways. On TV, it ended with uh, Tori Wilson coming on being crowned Miss NWO. Behind the scenes, during the day, it ended with Buff Bagwell getting on the stage and saying, Who wants to see some pussy? So there's that. Got that going. Uh, what else do we have? Um, Goldberg spearing Bret Hart, through, and, but Bret has the plate on, and then Bret quits on WCW on March 29th. That's it. He quits March 29th. They, the new logo, April 5th, and shit ain't the same. April 5th is the new logo, the new set, the new intro for uh, Nitro. Nitro. And everything. 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 We have uh, Ric Flair going to the mental hospital. Because, you know. Ah, Triple A. Triple A was awesome. Uh, we have DDP winning the championship at where, Corey? 
Spring Stampede. And weren't you there? I was there. Okay. That was the last good show episode I ever did. That's According true. to a lot of people. Found it. I think we've proven that. <laughs> I don't see anything on the, on the horizon that's going to change that. Just a bunch of greed. We, fi- <laughs> we find out in the year 1999 that Charles Robinson, Little Nate, is actually a good wrestler. This is a better worker than 90% of the locker room. We had to retire because Randy Savage could no longer kayfabe the elbow. Ooh. Yes, because Randy Savage drops an elbow on Robinson during the week. Uh, during him. the I almost kills him, yeah. Eric Bischoff returns as a babyface. Yeah. As he wants to push new talent, wants to, you know, want basically get the ratings up. Realistically, a year too late. Yep. Should have been two years. You could have still maybe saved it if you'd have done it a year ago. You'd have been pushing it. And he was never going to push new people. No, nope. brother. Brother, dude. Uh, we get... <laughs> but, who, but then... I hate to... But this is a good point I just thought of, and I don't want it to be lost forever, so we're going to put it here. However, history has proven that every promoter would have done what Eric Bischoff did, including Vince McMahon. 100%. Because as soon as he didn't have to create new guys in the Attitude Era because they had all of WCW, what did he do? Stop. He just <laughs> keeps bringing back all the old people, much like Eric Bischoff did. So we've proven... They all will make that mistake a hundred times out of a hundred. Yep. We get the fantastic storyline between Macho Man and Kevin Nash. Macho beating up a man dressed up as Kevin Nash, but in a women's outfit. Uh, Nash pouring poop in a limo. And then Savage beating up uh, Miss uh, uh, Gorgeous George at that nitro. Uh, Kevin Nash kidnapping... Uh, Gorgeous George, all that good stuff. Uh, hold on, it's not all that good stuff. Let's, let's, let's go with the storyline. Okay. Here. Theoretically, the storyline is that he took Gorgeous George and fucked the shit out of her for three days. Yep. Until she became a bona fide Nashaholic and wanted nothing to do with Macho Man because she got slain by Big Sexy. Mm-hmm. That's the storyline. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Tori helped him. And then the, uh, for God, it helps to be the booker. The almighty storyline of the full year. Was that really Sting? Well, that's just, you could say that for anything from 1986 on. Yes, that's true. And then, uh, and I will. And then, surefire sign WCW is uh, panicking. Sid Vicious is back. Yes, Sid's back. Uh, we start getting, uh, trying new, fresher things. So we have. The groups of the filthy animals and the West Texas Red West Texas Rednecks <laughs> that we do live concerts that we don't get to see on the network. There it is. There it is. The uh, No Limit Soldiers. We get the uh, West Texas Rednecks concerts. We get a Kiss concerts. Mega Death. Chad Brock. Chad Brock. It's like a weird nosedive. <laughs> yeah, it's like. So it, it, so with the three-hour show that Joey Sedevi gives us, they try and now put concerts in them. They are panicking and doing whatever they can to try to build any interest. Kind of like what we're seeing nowadays on Monday night. Uh, one of my favorite parts is Steam being attacked by dogs at the uh, Great American Bash. And out of nowhere, he has a towel on his hand. That's they're getting attacked. What's brown, black, and white looks good on Sting? A Doberman. <laughs> uh, more people being pushed. 
Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit. Yeah, they're trying to push the young guys in Bagwell, June. Saturn. They picked the wrong guys to build upon. Uh, for some reason, Disco was one of the main ones. Disco. Uh, we get the Jersey Triad. Disco and, and Buff are leading the charge. The Triad was a high point. Uh, B.A. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's uh, talk about the odyssey of Brad Armstrong in 1999. B.A., Brad Armstrong. You go from the Candyman. Just, <laughs> just Brad Armstrong earlier, fairly much just working worldwide and, and Saturday night, putting over your mid-card guys. That's fine. It's a good role for him at this As point. As a Brad Armstrong should be. Yeah. Especially 20 years in, it's a good role for him. Nothing wrong with that. He can go. Him and Bobby Eaton putting over the young guys. That's that's the cycle of the business. All of a sudden, they need someone who can work with the No Limit Soldier dudes who've never worked. Nope. So they pick the whitest guy in the locker room and say, you, you're now a No Limit Soldier. Oh, you didn't know. Right? Hey, question, Corey. Yeah. Or Why did the Why did the No Limit Soldiers... Show up with Master P, and then they're gone within a month. Why is that? Uh, because it, they Bischoff completely underestimated his audience liking rap because WWE's core audience, still them Southern boys who like the country music, like it or not, Chad Brock was the was the better fit. Yeah. Um, and plus, you know, they didn't listen to shit and pulled a gun on him in his office. Master P did. So there's that. And so he was gone quick. And uh, they cut bait. And uh, then B.A. just went back to being Brad Armstrong, jobbing on Saturday night again. That's fine. And then uh, Vince Russo remembered, hey, you're uh, the Road Dog's brother. So now you're going to have cornrows and say, oh, you didn't know. And you're, but you're going to be high, man. We're going to make you a 60s hippie because Van Hammer didn't work earlier in the year. Yep. So we're going to take the same gimmick and put it on you. But you're going to act like your brother. But then not act like your brother because we don't want people to think you're your brother but we want them to know that you're the brother brother do you get it brother what <laughs> Vince Russo worked himself into a shoot brother Jesus Christ <laughs> and no I cannot repeat what I just said now in Spanish <laughs> yeah. we're listening here dude uh, we get the Jersey Triad Bam Bam Canyon and uh, DDP we've already been there brother <laughs> I know I'm just saying in my mind I thought it went longer than it did yeah nope it went as long as it needed to. WCW Everything. tries to get hardcore. I'm looking at that tag team division in January 2000, buddy. I beg to differ. I could use some more triad. Well, uh, they bring in Hack, Bam Bam. Since, especially since the uh, what we get is Champagne Canyon. I, I'm, I, I'm fine with the triad. <laughs> we get the uh, street garbage uh, fight. Uh, the uh, <laughs> oh, the dump. Yeah, the uh, actual dump fight. Dump, yeah. <laughs> It almost that cost Tim Hilly's leg. Yep. Uh, and uh, legitimately injured a third of the people in the match. <laughs> June 14th, Sable's in the front row to show a little buzz. Trying to get her name out there. Yep. That didn't work. What, no. do you guys, what did you guys think of Lenny and Lodi's relationship? Uh, so it was hilarious. They were brothers, but they wanted you to think they were gay. But in fact, later on, they had you think they were gay brothers who were possibly into the incest. But still tame enough that you didn't really know. But standards and practices said, Mm-mm-mm. apparently after three months, they finally turned on WCW and were like, what in the hell is going on on Thunder? Get that belt off of him. He's off TV. Uh, the July 1st episode of Thunder is the uh, 
Macho trying to find George. Oh and then God. July 5th is the one where he slaps Tori Wilson oh, and yeah. attacks George George. Uh, Macho Man wins the world title at Bash the Beach. Which you, which, <laughs> which everybody knew meant that Hogan was coming back the next night. And then the champ made the title. It also uh, might be the worst pay-per-view in the history of pay-per-views. Well, I don't know. Yes, but then that Starcade was. Uh, no, yeah, Bash of the Beach was Jesus worse. Jesus Christ, what a terrible show. Because Bash of Ju- the Beach uh, didn't have Jeff Jarrett pulling double duty. That was July 11th. On July 12th, Hulk Hogan uh, returns and wants a title shot and gets it, and he wins the title. You don't say. And then the Booker man himself, Kevin Nash, says that he's sick and tired of being put in the corner. The champ made a mistake. There no, is. it's okay. <laughs> Uh, we get Buff Bagwell doing blackface. I mean... Wow. So, WWF did that in January of 98, mm-hmm. and then again later in 98. Uh, and we're just we're doing it again in midsummer 99, huh? We're just going back to it. I... Mm. Let me see if I can try to put this as best as I can. I'm, I'm a little older than you guys. By, by that, I mean seven years. Oh, right. <sighs> I don't know, man. I'm 41, man. It doesn't feel like a humble Big brag. Big humble brag. No. No, that doesn't feel like a humble <laughs> brag on this end. Hey, one away from uh, Mariano. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the late 90s, there was this laissez-faire thing about racism. Everybody could look at you and go, racism is bad. Mm-hmm. But it's fair game in TV and entertainment. Like, it, it, it didn't mean, like, oh, my God, I'm so offended you need to be shut down. It was just like, wow, I can't believe they went there. But they did. What's next? Yep. That's how racism was back then. Um, uh, unless, unless you dropped some hard R's on TV. Now, I'm not talking racism out in the real world. Yeah. Uh, Entertainment-wise. That's, that's been a dumpster fire and will always be. Entertainment-wise. Entertainment-wise, there was this laissez-faire, like, huh. Racism, huh? How funny. Can I get another Coke, please? That's what it was like. Not just racism, though. Also, um... Misogyny. Misogyny. Homophobia. uh, Homophobia. That's the the biggest one, maybe. That got the biggest free pass in the 90s. I mean... Hard Fs. (laughs) Yep. A lot on straight-up network television. Uh Uh-huh. Ooh. Macho goes from Hogan to Dennis Rodman. Got to justify that contract. Well, that's how it ends for Macho. Dennis Rodman. It's hmm. ending your career on a turd. On a, on a note, certainly. <laughs> it's a sour, sour note. August 2nd, Goldberg gets a concussion <laughs> and then does the main event in a tag match with him and Sting versus Rick Steiner and Sid. <laughs> with... Remember what I said about uh, racism and homophobia in the 90s? Yeah. Concussion syndrome, much the same way. Yeah. Real laissez-faire attitude. What? Ah, spit on it. Put some dirt on it. You're good to go. Because I made fun of him because he got lost running to do the skit, the part to go save Sting. He forgot where to go, not knowing he had a concussion at the time. Well, anyways, uh, half the brain he does. So how do you know? Anyways? I am half the brain. <laughs> you do. That brings us to the Millennium Man and his undefeated streak. There it is. That was my next thing. Sid being the Millennium Man, going thinking that he can be undefeated all the way up to face Goldberg, to beat Goldberg. However, he loses within three weeks, but doesn't say so. 
Because it's Sting. Uh, we Not have Sting. breaking news. Oh. It's just been brought to our attention that Eric Bischoff has been relieved of his duties at World Championship Wrestling and has been sitting home oh. where he'll collect a big fat paycheck to do nothing but bone his wife and fish. Nothing bad can come out of that. Breaking news. World Championship Wrestling has hired Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara well, fuck to you. be head of creative for WCW Monday Nitro, WCW Thunder, and all pay-per-views moving forward. Um, fuck me. Happy days are here again. <laughs> uh, Sid goes, like, according to him, like, one seventy three, but in reality, he went, like, he lost after week three. Uh, he had a title match with Hogan, and somehow Rick Steiner took the pin. I just did all this to move you forward, and he no sold the shit oh, out of it. I'm moving on. back to Sid. Hogan returns in the red and yellow on August 9th. Okay, that's important. We brought up. Nash is no longer WCW, for storyline-wise. He booked his own retirement. That's right. Alex Wright is now Berlin. <laughs> we thought it had promise. Thought so. We and, thought wrong. Uh, my favorite, one of favorite parts, Nitro on August thirtieth. Sting is looking for Hogan. Opens his door, and there's Macho Man. For reasons never reason explained. to be explained. Mean Gene is sent to Thunder. Yeah, Russo's in charge. Uh, Sting and Luger are a tag team as heels. Didn't work. Did not work. Luger is now the total package. That worked. Um. Uh, remember the, the three-man team of Hogan, Flair, and Brett? Yeah. And they Flair and Brett had to kiss Hogan's ass. Oh, how could I forget? Um, this one's for Hogan since he got attacked. Um, Flair taught him how to do the figure four. All that good stuff. On st- Starting on September 27th, uh, Sid started having car issues at a weekly. Moses! I was all the way back in September. Jesus Christ. Yes. Right. October, October 4th is when the WCW announces that Ed, Vince Russo and Ed Farrar have joined WCW. Hall and Nash are now shown in the crowd. They want to return when it's, uh, when it's fun again. Uh, Buff Bagwell's new storyline is that he doesn't like the new guys in charge. There we go. Uh, October 18th is the first initial day for Vince Russo in charge. For that, we get more backstage segments, more people, uh, wrestlers at commentary, almost every match. It was a disorganized episode of Raw. Halloween Havoc. Hogan lays down for Sting. Creative doesn't work for me, brother. More on that later. So Hogan Bischoff for now. Gone. Sayonara. Yep. October 25th, Nitro, a 32-man tournament starts for the World Heavyweight Championship as Sting was stripped at Halloween Havoc. That night also, we get the Outsiders versus some strippers. <laughs> yes, we did. We also get the beginning of the Filthy Animals and Revolution oh, feud that is now continuing on. Sagging off! Sagging off to the year 2000. We get the Nitro girls splitting up, fighting each other, food fights, or some of them becoming managers for people. Uh, we have Tigress for the Prince Ikea, uh, artist for the known as Prince Ikea. You have Spice now, that's Medusa's. And Miss Hancock. Miss Hancock, the newest the, one, the Nitro uh, guy. Standards and practices. 
You got uh, Glacier becoming Coach Buzz Stern. You have Laparka and Kaz Hayashi being dubbed over for promos. Amazing. Um, we have seven scaring children outside a window. And then we didn't have seven. And then we didn't have seven. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, fuck this. I ain't doing that. Uh, during the year, Vampiro loses the insane clown posse, but, but finds the misfits. misfits. Huh? Quite nope. We have, we have, as we said earlier, we have Brad Armstrong as Buzzkill. And we have Chavo Guerrero Jr. selling items now. Well, that's not over, overlooked maybe the most important part. Thunder commentator Juventud Guerrero. Thunder commentator Juventud Guerrero. Oklahoma and Dr. Death. <sighs> Canyon is now known as CCK. Christian Pool Canyon. There it is. Uh, we start getting pinata. We get tons of pole matches. Uh, Kiana pole. And people uh, started wandering into the block. The block. Uh, pinata <laughs> on a pole. We have Tori Wilson in a shark tank. We have the uh, that next line was the block match. Um, it's schizophrenic now. Yeah. The show is schizophrenic. Yes. Yep. Yes, sir. Roddy Piper is a ref. We have our first new do- uh, new pay-per-view for WCW, Mayhem. Takes, first show in Toronto. Takes place in Toronto. Brett beats Benoit. We also have a match earlier in the year, an Owen Hart tribute match, Brett versus Benoit. Goes about 30 minutes on uh, Nitro. Can I ask you a question? Yes. What is the definition of insanity? Uh, having to watch three hours of Nitro? No. 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 It's doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different outcome. Real quickly, I brought that up because I just wanted to point out that the second to last Nitro of the year, panicking all hell, what do we do? The return of the NWO. Much like we did on the first Nitro of this year, the panic button was reset twice. Uh, Nitro begins having Godfather characters. You have your, you have Tony the Bull, uh, Big Vito, uh, Super Salad and Breadsticks with Disco. I will say the characters aren't good. They're not getting over. And then some of them aren't even ready for TV yet. But it's a good sign that they're trying to get new people over at least. You get a lot. You you uh, you brought up a lot of new names for Saturday Night. Yeah. So we have wow. that. Uh, November 29th, uh, Jusha Thunder Liger returns and then loses the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. How'd that go? When he wasn't supposed to. Bingo. It only cost them a very lucrative working agreement with a fairly big company in New Japan Pro Wrestling. December 9th is the uh, return of the big stars for Thunder. (laughs) It was needed. Uh, Thunder was... WCW tries to be real by by doing their type of shoot esque promos, talking about the other guys, the other company, well, you ain't WWF. Seen nothing yet. Cannot wait. Uh, December twentieth, Nitro. The uh, the new NWO of Outsiders, Jarrett and Hart. And the next week later, Scott Steiner joins because Scott Hall's hurt. The one good thing, and we don't even get it for long, which is a bad thing. But the only good thing with the last couple of weeks of the year is we get awesome heel Bret Hart back. Yep. yep. And uh, December 23rd, Thunder, the last live show in quotations for WCW. Goldberg smashes his hand through a limo. Fucking idiot. And tears some cartilage in his arm. Almost, almost loses the arm. Four days after Starcade. 
And they don't know it yet, but they've lost both people from the main event. Star Starcade. Uh Ugh. Starcade. Brett gets a concussion with the super kick from Goldberg. Oh plus Russo redoes the fucking screw job, job like five times. Uh, I was WCW for the year in my mind. That was a crazy fucking year. It's um they had no direction, like no clear direction the entire year. Notice the first, the first like four months he's talking. It sounds like WCW. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds like WCW. And then the further you get to the end, by the end of the year, it doesn't sound like WCW. Who knows what it sounds like, but it doesn't sound like it WCW. It sounds like a like a variety show. There's just some weird, just like these weird skits thrown together. For no, there's no cohesion to it whatsoever. You know what it is? It's what Vince McMahon and Vince Russo always wanted to do, but Vince McMahon was always smart enough to realize he couldn't do it. You can't go that extra length. No, you can't can't take the wrestling out of it. You could do that once in a great while. Yeah, it can't be your. It can't be what your product is built on. They both. The one thing Russo and McMahon have both have in common, they have both hmm. proudly admitted. That they wish they could take the wrestling ring out of the show. The um, they wouldn't necessarily re- necessarily reflect this, but the hemorrhaging of their audience cannot be understated. Oh no! Um, I mean, they are so. It's like even if you look at the the first and you know, if you look at the highest rating and the lowest rating, they're probably. I mean, there there's a gap, but it's not crazy. Um, but their consistent fan base has dwindled to the absolute point of no return now. Yeah, we did. Uh, what Starcade had what half the half crowd. the crowd like seven thousand yeah. something. Yeah, it was split thirteen. That's that's bad, man. At your tent pole event like Starcade, you get half of what you had the year before. Your loyal fans are like, damn good. Do you guys want to take a guess? When was the last time WCW won the ratings? February. The, yeah, the, the week that Raw was off? Monday? We're not, we're exclude a Raw's off for a holiday or the dog show. When was the last time Raw, uh, Nitro won a ratings war? Like sometime in February. February? I thought it was October 98. I think there was a time in 99 where they did win. I, can't, I, thought, I think we were shocked about that, but I can't remember. So in October of 98, they got a 5.1 on October 26. Yeah. And... Doo, 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 doo. And the last Nitro of this year was a 2.9. Mm-hmm. That is 14 months. You've uh, lost 60% of your audience? Since October 26... Nitro has not won. Yep. They never will. Yeah. Well, they're not even competitive. Yeah. Wow. Um, you guys want to take a guess on what the highest rating was for WCW? They did some fours early in the year. Yeah, they were in the fours. On February 8th, they were a 5.7 because there was no Raw. 
But they have they were getting fives. The January fourth five the week after five. However, WWF was getting five point seven five point five. Look how red hot the business was in January in India. Bonkers. They that and so January was fives, right? And the other company uh, kept that up. I'm scrolling through the year right now. Wait, I'm already in year two thousand. No fives. No. Nothing higher than five. Oh no, they won't. For that year, there's no reason to tune in tonight, Drew. Well, why don't they? Unless you're on the West Coast and you're waiting for Raw to start, I you know. Or you're just one of those diehards. No reason to watch. Nine twenty-seven, ninety-nine. Raw got a six point eight to a three. Almost ten million viewers that day for combined. Jesus. So that was WCW. Let's talk about WWF. Shall we? Let's see if you guys remember any of this good stuff. Gen- let's start with January 4th. Mankind wins the title. I'm going to say a crazy thing. It's played out to me. I'm just done with it. Yeah. I'm just done with it. It's a great moment. But I'm on record as saying I don't think Foley should have ever been champion. Some characters just don't need it. It doesn't change his... Um, I don't think it changes his career one bit if he doesn't win the title. When you like, not necessarily the moment because the moment for Foley it's the cage. Mm-hmm. Um, but his legacy is just that he's a crazy son of a bitch who would put his body through anything. Adding titles doesn't change that. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with his legacy at all. No. It's a Hall of Fame legacy, deservedly so. But you know, it's not like. Like, if The Rock had never won titles, that would have been a blemish. That would have been a problem. It's, it's not the same for Foley. So, uh, because of that, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not downgrading the moment. It's, it's iconic. Yeah, for Austin's pop, for the fans' sheer jubilation when he wins. For McMahon's overselling how fucking incensed he is. Everybody involved hit a home run. Mm-hmm. I just never thought he needed the title, so I'm over it. Yeah. Like, eh. So some of the story storylines for this year of '99 for WF. Do you remember uh, China tricking Mark Henry to have uh, try to have some uh, some better not blow job from a trainee? Yes, yes. Sammy, she's a man. No. Terry was pregnant, and, and then she got, and then had a miscarriage because fuck babies attitude because she got shoved off the stairs. And before that, Val pretty much chilled himself up saying, uh, I'd never want to have a kid with you anyway, and I'd punch you in the gut if I thought I could, and blah, blah, blah. But I've had a vasectomy. What are we watching here? <laughs> okay. Uh, what are we watching? It's Russo, baby. Is the corporate ministry. Oh, it's Corey's favorite. I'm just going to lay out until you guys say something I care about. Undertaker carving uh, his symbol in Midian's chest. Uh-huh. Um, who's... Uh, nope. I won't fill the grind. You guys ready to fill the fill the grind? No. You guys want to fill the grind? I prefer not to. Who's ready for it though? Should I do the grind for you? Y'all, who's ready to fill the grind? See if I can do it. <clears throat> it's been a while. There we go. Here we <clears throat> go. This is for all the girls who want to be me, and all the guys who come to see me. Are you ready for the grind? Nope, still not. 
Okay. Real sexy voice table has. We get. Ooh. I thought she was in the room with us. We get halftime heat. Again, I'm over. Should it? Sh- let me ask you guys this: Should it? Should w- Should have WWF stick with halftime heat or no. just one time only? Like, uh, or a second time because the next team. No one's gonna watch it. But. The Super Bowl is just it's a juggernaut. I mean, man. they did it the next year. So since it they didn't did it in two thousand, since it didn't do so well in two thousand, but you know what it got? A Stone Cold interview. That was what halftime he was. So mm. uh, we get uh, Vince and Vince and the Stooges try and go find Austin at bars for one night uh, from for one Raw, wanting him to uh, help out. Yep. Uh, Rock and Mankind ending a last man standing in a draw. Then Rock winning the title the next night in the ladder match. Uh, JR returns from uh, his Bell Palsy with Dr. Dusty Williams. So, Dr. Dusty Williams on both shows. Yep. Saw that coming. <laughs> uh, Public Enemy as a whole. Didn't work. Anywhere. Uh, Briscoe and Patterson coming out as the LOD or Hogan's music throughout the year. The first time was awesome. Diminishing. After that, return. not so much. Austin driving a beer truck down and sprays Vince. Shane and The Rock. Iconic. All-time classic. Beaver. Is that your favorite Vasta, like, moment like that? Is that your favorite one? I still think I prefer The Hospital, but the beer, truck is, the beer truck is up there. Only because, honestly, it also gives us angle lighter, which is phenomenal. The, I mean, that's iconic. I prefer the, the uh, was it two weeks after the original title win? When Vince wants him to do things the hard way or the easy way, and he comes mm. out in the suit. Yeah. And then he slowly takes it off and then nut taps me, yeah. man. That's probably my favorite. I love the hospital. I like the Zamboni. Mm-hmm. And then this is iconic. So, so the beer truck, Vince makes the beer truck swimming in the beer. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. We have the big guy, Paul from Dose W, showing Actually, up. I take it back. My favorite Austin thing yeah. is way before this. It's, uh, it's Pillman. I didn't like the Pillman stuff with the gun. I thought that was boring. Loved Austin's part outside just beating up up random friends and talking shit about the pool and all this. And, like, he was hilarious in that. And uh, two weeks later, they have him in studio and have Bernhardt in studio Mm -hmm. during a Raw where they're just talking. And he that's one of my favorites, too, because he's fucking awesome. They go to the studio, and he's like, Threatening to whip the, uh, the cameraman's ass and uh, don't try to put no goddamn makeup on me and blah, blah, blah. I love that stuff. Uh, big guy from big guy from WCW shows up. It's Paul, a big deal. The corporate, big show. Corporate giant. The corporate G- giant. Big deal. It was the first big star WCW lost. Yeah. No. The first one. When you were like, huh, that's a, that's a problem. I, I, I also love Bischoff. No one talks about it. But the night he lost, Bischoff spoils the plans mm-hmm. and calls him the corporate giant. Yep. Because he calls Nash the corporate giant yeah. killer. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. They always talk about, he ruined, He used to tell all the plans. That's one of the biggest ones. <laughs> no one talks about it. Um, yeah. Because uh, I mean, I would. <sighs> That's when it changed. That's the metrics. Does it mean more than Luger in 95? No. Because I, I'll be the first to admit, Nitro became a juggernaut. 
They had the established names from the 80s that fans missed. Yep. They had the exciting new Lucha stuff and the hard, strong style Brent Benoit's. And, and there was enough things to come together. And then the NWO put it over the top. But I'm not sure if Nitro becomes Nitro. If Luger doesn't walk out. If Luger doesn't walk week. out there. To set the template that anything can fucking happen. Which they rode hard on the first like year and a half of Nitro. They kept that until uh, Starcade '98, yeah. where it became just kind of like, "What are we doing?" Yeah. So I mean, I got my doubts. It's fair. Uh, Beaver cleavage. Oh, fuck you! <laughs> I'm, I'm back here. <laughs> uh, Triple H and China joined the corporation, leaving DX. Uh, I think if it was today, if it's today, if, if not, it's tomorrow for filming. Uh, the Rock throwing Stone Cold off a bridge and the belt. And getting legitimately sick because that piss poor fucking water they were in. Ugh. Jesus. Then we get the memoriam of Austin. Austin running over to The Rock's car. Probably Finkel's with a uh, monster truck. Uh, the corporation... Becomes the corporate, the uh, corporate. Oh, no. uh, Vince actually bought that Lincoln Town car to run it over the monster yeah. truck. Oh, did he? He legit just bought a Lincoln Town car for that purpose. Fantastic. Not when, wasting any money. Though. When business is good, business is good. Corporate ministry, <laughs> the higher power, taker kidnapping Stephanie, uh, uh, Vince attacking Midian at the at the. That was great. In Connecticut, where's where that son of a bitch? Finding out the higher power, it was me, Austin. It was me all along. One Vince McMahon. Uh, a new faction, the Union. They had some heat. They had some buzz for about a week. And then... Uh, at this point, at this point, I'm still like, how is WWE losing to this? Stone Cold, uh, Vince is gone from WF, So Stone Cold's in charge. So he works the day at the office. Okay, you know what? <laughs> That's why. <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> When I was highlighting my favorite Austin things, this might be the top. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Uh, you don't need That's to sit. You don't need to sit back down. But uh, you know, Billy Gunn is your king of the ring. Let's just skip a bunch of months. No, I, I, I was like, there's a, there's a big thing before that. And what's that? Um, well, Owen Hart dies. I was going to get to that. He's changing the months for continuity. I guess. Well, I thought that would be something at the end. All right. But that's uh, all. That's all fair. Let's get rid of the. Let's go through the shit. Yeah. Uh, king ass. Yeah, king know. ass. DX battling each other for royalties. I actually like that storyline. The beat royalties because it's royal. It's it's realistic. Yeah. It's a business. You're gonna want as much money as you can get out of it. So if you think you're due these rights, fuck yeah, I'm gonna fight for them. That's that's the most realistic angle they probably did all year. Then the other one is Chaz being a woman beater. To his girlfriend, Marlene, uh, Marianne. Hey, guys, good news, Chaz. We're dropping beaver cleavage. Excellent. <laughs> Hell yeah. Working. What am I doing now? Uh, you're going uh, to be a woman beater. Well, where's Thrash at? <laughs> yeah. He's hot right now, dude. Uh, we get a... Uh, can, I go, I, can I go back to the incest? Right. <laughs> as, I ha- as, as I have it, the highway the hell continues. Uh, Stone Cold versus Austin throughout the year. Too much. You mean take Oh, yeah. Take too, much. too much. Uh, we have a, a relationship blossoming between Tess and Stephanie. Oh, it's so cute. Um, the unholy union of Big Show and Taker. That, that was good stuff. That was a good tag team. 
I don't know, a good tag team, Kane and X-Pac. It can have great tag team. I love the, the, the union because it gave us that awesome, awesome promo from Taker about how he's going to have two motorcycles and yep. they're going to drive into the, de- the desert until they run out of gas and then he's going to leave and Big Show's on his own. And when he finally walks out of the, the desert carrying the motorcycle, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> what? He's not afraid to stab him in the back and stuff like that. At one point, he was like, I know Big Show's going to turn on me at some point, and I want him to. Yeah. Yep. I, lo- I was, that was okay. really intriguing shit they were doing. It was. That. It was good. August 9th, the, the debut of one Chris Jericho. Oh, I thought you were going to mean Jesse Ventura's back. Uh, sure, that's what we mean. Uh, <laughs> simply put, the greatest debut in the history of wrestling. I don't know of one better off the top of my head. Um, Got anything, Jovin? Nothing. The only one that's close is Scott Hall on Nitro. But they're different enough. They're different enough because you could like then you could put. Hear me out. You could could you put that Luger debut on WSW? Not even close. This was better. Well, no, no. I'm just like side by side. Like you have that was what the fuck with Hall with Hall. You know, like like. Because you have Hall and Luger just coming through the crowd or rampant crowd while you have the debut um, of Jericho so interrupting The Rock. I uh, I actually think that Hall is just a better version of the Luger debut. Oh. They essentially were doing the same thing. They redid it. In, in Where Jericho or, um, was something entire. He wasn't coming to somebody, wage a war. Somebody with more uh, charisma did it better. Yeah, you know. Um, this is the best ever. There's never been a better debut. Um well, let me think. Mm-hmm. I can have my mind changed, but forever it's it's always it's been this Hogan, to me. Hogan's debut was how many eighty four? Bob Backlund brought him out as a tag team partner, and um, in WCW they had a parade to announce yeah. it, so like he didn't. And half the viewing audience didn't want him there. Um, let's see, Goldberg was nothing. Nope. Austin was the ringmaster and gave the million dollar belt. Rocks, Rocky Maivia. Rock was a terrible debut. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I'm trying to think of even present Big day. Show. Takers is looked on fondly, but his debut was terrible. Yeah. Big Show, going to do, coming through the ring. Was better than Jericho. Well, not better, but I mean, not better. You know, the only one I can think of lately um, is AJ at the Rumble, because that was a huge deal. Yeah. It's probably close. Punk just showed up on an episode Punk of ECW. Yeah, I gotta think it's. I mean, fucking Daniel Bryan debuted on NXT, NXT. the game show. So, like. Uh, as the Mrs. Lackey. And the guy who sucked. Jesus, man. How, how are you, like, trained by Shawn Michaels and that's your foot in the door? What the fuck? What the hell is that? Because he's too. Did you see the other day with Mark Henry's interview? No. So, off topic, I apologize. That's but fine. That's why they cut me recording. Mark Henry. Uh, admitted that he he uh, he got in trouble for uh, lying. Yeah, that and he lied his ass off on purpose to get Daniel Bryan hired. Nice. Uh, basically, he said this guy was too good not to be there, and he told them oh, he can do anything you want. He can work. He's like six one. Totally. And then when they got there and they questioned him about, it, he goes, "He must have lifts in his boots," and walked off. There's two ladies already hired. God damn it! But he's like, yeah, and I lied my ass off. Told everybody 6-1. That's, that's craziness, awesome. man. <laughs> Jesus God. Uh, big Boss Man's feuds with uh, Al Snow. 
Oh. And a little pepper. Oh, fuck. Sometimes Boss Man is the only thing that got me through the WF parks. Big Boss Man's feud with the Big Show. Sorry about your dead daddy. That was better until the very end. Yeah. yeah. The first run. Then it petered out. When he uh, chains up uh, Big Show's dad's coffin and drives off with it. And they... it was, was it obvious to you guys as it was to me that Survivor Series was the end of the feud? But then they put the belt on Big Show. Yes, it had yep. nothing to do for him. Yep, yep. So they're like, oh, I guess we'll just add to this. And it just totally didn't work. It was terrible. Yeah. Uh, same night, August 9th, Jesse Ventura returns because he's the special enforcer for SummerSlam. Fuck the enforcer part. He was on announcing for the main event. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus Christ, it's like the old days. He <laughs> leave, Let him stay. Please pay him whatever you want. He was so good. He didn't even... I know for a fact he didn't know any of those guys' names nope. until he got to that building. And he, nope. was, and he was still the old Jesse Ventura. He wasn't yelling puppies? No. He was he was arguing with uh, Jim Ross over shit. He was, he was even taking the heels to task if they did something stupid. It was mm-hmm. great. Fuck, I miss it. Foley wins the championship at SummerSlam. Uh, it won't do the J-O-B, brother. Then the very next night, JR gets his arm broken. And uh, Triple H gets his championship match, and Triple H wins the title for the first time. And everybody rejoiced so much, they added a second wrestling show weekly for <laughs> Triple H to run wild Exactly. <laughs> August 26th is the debut of SmackDown. And then that is when Thunder becomes crap. Oh, no, it became crap way before oh, I know. that. But even worse. Yeah. They, um, now they can chart it. They folded real quick. <laughs> they were giving... Minimal effort until SmackDown debuted. Then they gave no effort. No effort. Just go out. I don't know. Do something. We get the Rock and Sock connection. Yep. Awesome, except for the fucking This Is Your Life, which I don't like. We get This Is Your Life. That goes 22 minutes. It's, uh, so like it's, I look at it fondly for remembering it, but it's not a good segment. No. It's not. And and the Rock and Foley need to shut the fuck up at highest rated segment. It wasn't. Earlier in the year, yeah, an just... Acolytes fucking tag match got a better rating than it did, okay? Um, just happens to be fact. Yep. Can't remember who the Acolytes were wrestling, but it got a better <laughs> rating. Howard Finkel is Chris Jericho's lackey. That was oh, funny. Howard. Harold. So Harold. for the first uh, two months, it was Jericho's show. Yeah. Oh, no, I mean, God damn. He... He carried like he, SmackDown. He couldn't fucking fight with the search party on Raw, but fuck, he was on <laughs> SmackDown. And the best part of it every week. <laughs> Hardcore Holly is a super heavyweight. Awesome. It's fantastic. Throughout the year, looking for people to be on the super heavyweight scale. Finds his little cousin. Gets, we get Crash Holly. <laughs> Big Show throws Mankind in the grave in the, and during a buried alive match on a SmackDown. That thump. Oh, I still remember the thump. Slides down the hill. Ooh, thump. Vince McMahon defeats Triple H to become WWF champion on September 16th. Smack, oh, one, of the, one of my most hated moments ever because you just know that's going to inspire some other people Yep, to do things equally. Which, by the way, this is the beginning of their feud because Triple H and St- Vince go from September to the end of the year. Yep. We'll get to that in a little bit. September 23rd, Taker says that he might not want to wrestle here anymore and he walks out. Uh, which Code was a shoot a... and on multiple reasons. Yep. Because he almost went to WCW. And he the needs, wrestling. And he's all... That's if he'll be able to wrestle again. Well. 
Uh, China's fighting for the IC title. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett's a, <laughs> the most humorous woman beater in history. If you squat, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kick your ass. Hannah Barbera invaded Raw. It was great. I really cannot give him enough credit for how he was able to do it to get the legit heat he got, but at the same time make it perfectly clear that this wasn't something he believed in. Right. <laughs> like, uh, we get the uh, f- unforgettable match of the Kennel from Hell match. Uh, September 27th is the This Is Your Life for the Rock and Sock Connection. Jeff Jarrett hates women. Uh, the women matches start becoming mud wrestling, pool, uh, gravy wrestling, evening gown matches. Isn't it funny that that shit didn't start till after Russo left? Crazy, right? Mankind has his book, Have a Nice Day, number one book, uh, number one seller for the New York Times. Uh, Raw, uh, on a Raw, uh, DX reforms. Kurt Angle debuts. Uh, Al Snow has his toy removed from Walmart. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is on uh, SmackDown on this November 11th. This is simply fantastic. Yarn. I can't understand what's going on. Yeah, Nitro. That gave me a championship. And yeah, Nitro. Yeah, yeah Nitro. Yeah. Uh, Survivor Series Big Show wins the championship. Beating uh, Bret Hart by a week. Was the first uh, champ. Champ. Yeah, it was both. Yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho feuds with China for the IC title. Uh, breaks her thumb, trying to beat someone. She beats someone. Then at the end, they're both champion at the end of the year. Stupid. Uh, November 29th, Stephanie and Tess's wedding. The beginning of Tess's career. <laughs> Downfall. Yeah. You look so promising, kid. Hmm. Uh, at Armageddon, Miss Kitty shows her boobs off. You forgot one. Mark no. Henry fucks May Young. I really don't want to say that. <laughs> I he did. Get, gets that dick. I did. Uh, Stephanie. And he says it's the best sex he's ever had. That's right. And he's <sighs> fucked his sister yeah. a lot. And a, and a dude. Yeah. Stephanie turns on Vince and joins her husband, Triple H. The McMahon Helms the Air begins on December 13th. Speaking of turning, let's not forget earlier in the year, because this is WWF. D'Lo Brown, um, fat shame is Mark Henry into turning on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, of course, uh, in that company, if that's what happens. And this is the this is the uh, episode of that uh, Vince and Shane leave because they're sick and tired of. Uh, I can't breathe the same air as that son of a bitch. Uh, this is the beginning of them making The Rock, Mankind, and uh, Kane's life the living hell. December 27th, Rock and Mankind do a pink slip on a pole match as Mankind is fired from the WWF. How come they got a free pass? I don't remember anybody bitching about that match in terms of a blank on a pole match, but uh, uh, Nitro getting crucified. Because I think theirs was storyline driven. It made and more sense. executed better. It made more sense to have a pink slip. And wh- question, when was the last flag pole match? On a Raw. When was the last one on Nitro before Russo started doing it? Well, yeah, but the thing is, Russo has had multiple since he's taken over. Only when it comes to Hooventude and Cruiserweight. And Tori Wilson? 
I forgot about that. Well, she wasn't on the pole. She but the key actually, was yeah, that was so looped up that Eddie they, had needed help. And thank God Eddie is an athlete. Jesus. They fucking lubed that goddamn thing so much. So that, in my mind and ours, was the year of 99 for WF. I got to be honest with you. WF had the better year. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Yeah. But goddamn, that's a terrible year of wrestling. Uh, except for a tuck of time in May. Yeah. Um, first, I want to bring up before I forget. Draws. Oh, yeah. Gets paralyzed. And then the Kemper Arena for Over the Edge as Owen fell to his death. Yeah. Uh, I mean, whatever happened. The story of 99 is Owen Hart dying in all of wrestling. It's the biggest story. It's what will last. I was on record. Good or bad. I was on record when we started this podcast way back in 2016. I told Jeff and and Mm -hmm. Joe. I said, this is going to be exciting as fuck because it's the entire Monday Night Wars. This is going to be a roller coaster ride. Mm -hmm. And they're like... Cool, man. What are, you, what are you most looking forward to? What years and all that? And Jeff really wanted to do 99. He mm. could not wait to get to 99. And I told him, I'm like, 1999 is probably my least favorite year in wrestling history. And I thought, okay, well, now, when we got closer, I was like, oh, I'm going to go through it again. We'll see. Week by week. I even watched ECW. It has solidified it. Yeah. This is the worst year of wrestling for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my fandom goes back to, I can do complete years for multiple companies from like 83 through now. 99 is my least favorite year. I remember. I have no use for it. When Corey told me that you guys are doing the podcast, one of the very first questions I was like, how are you going to handle that one? He was like, I have no fucking idea. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know how we should do it. I don't know what's appropriate. Uh, I like what we did. I knew we had a long time to get there. Um, and then fuck, we didn't. And then it was here. Yeah. And then we're like, Christ, we got to hit it, man. But I think we did a good job. It's one of those things that when we started this show, there were two things that I was looking forward, not looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Owen. And later on. <laughs> Snap into a slim gym. You know? Snap into a slim leg. Yeah. Um, those are the two things that I'm not lo- I wasn't looking forward to, and I know we well, you're one down. I'm one down, one to go. But the when we first started, it was the oh oh, and uh, how we get to that. What's crazy to me is that somehow that is not the darkest day in wrestling history. No. And if I had told you that May 24th, 1999, you'd have been like, what the fuck are you tossing? Some dude died live on pay-per-view. It's to me now just the second worst it's day. It's the second worst it's day in the history of wrestling because unfortunately, uh, well, I don't know. Owen uh, didn't almost ruin the business. Uh, the, the only problem is it's tough to pinpoint the other date. It's either June 22nd, June 23rd, or June 24th. How about just that whole weekend? It's the weekend. It's the, it's weekend. the weekend. And that's what everybody does. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, that was uh, that was not a fun show to do, but I think we crushed it. We did. Yes. Uh, they do the Owen, like I said earlier in the show, they did the Owen tribute show after Dodef. 
WWE do, does. I had quite the WWE does. Yep, mm-hmm. you did. Um, hey, WCW does the. Um, they let Brett talk for as long as he wants. Then they give him the Benoit Owen Matt Brett Benoit tribute match. It's the only thing they did right with Brett. They handled this very well with him. The mm-hmm. only thing they've done right for Brett for his entire yeah. two years he's been. Well, with- I mean, except for those the fact that those checks did clear every fucking week. That's so, true. I mean, That's true. Other than that, yes. Uh, also, in 1999, we did lose uh, Rick Rude, the man that yeah. w- was the first uh, to be on both shows on one night. Renegade. Renegade. Gorilla Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon. That one hurts. As, um, a, as a diehard 80s fan, yeah. the girl, that hurt. Um, so, yeah, we had all those gone. And so, fuck 1999, dude. You can ask the question, Joe. What we ask every week? What was the better what, who, what was the or better, better show? show? Year to year. What do we got? I'm going to think about this. Okay. Please go. So, for me, it's raw. Because of the fact, sure, WCW was good for the first six months. And then... I think that, we're on the same wavelength, but the last la- six months is so bad. So bad. And... Raw was so bad for the first six months, um, but it wasn't as bad as Nitro's last six months. Yes, one hundred percent agree. I, so I think the high points probably even out. I just think their low points weren't outside of Owen weren't as low as the totality of yeah, Nitro. Yeah, I think Corey's gonna disagree. I think so. He's still thinking about it. I am gonna disagree. Yeah. Uh, but oddly enough, what you just said at the end. Is why I'm going to disagree. I was with you guys until then. Damn. Because no. <laughs> I agree with you. The first half of the year, I'm Nitro. Yeah. The second half of the year, it's raw. Nitro is just so weird, right? <laughs> but the, at the end of the day, um, one guy was killed and another one crippled <laughs> in one company. Yeah. And that didn't happen in the other one. So I'm going to go with Nitro. He's a WCW guy through thick and thin so far. I'm also wrestlers not, you know, needlessly dying for stupid stunts. Yeah. So, I have something that I might, I wrote. Plus, I really hated all that shit with the corporate, corporate ministry yeah. and date raping Stephanie. And I mean, Jesus Christ. Before we go to the award show, I have wrestler, wrestlers that jump shipped. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. So. Let's let's see how each company did with talent. Public Enemy three times with talent acquisition. <laughs> yes. So I'll start WWF. Okay. Because let's grade let's grade this. So this who came to WWF? Who came to WWF okay. from at other the, companies? At the end of WWF, let's grade their talent acquisition okay. as an overall. I'll start with the Miz. You have Blue Meanie. I thought you said the Miz. I was like, no. what? Blue Meanie and Stevie Richards. Then you have the British Bulldog. You have the Dudley Boys. You have Big Show, Chris Jericho. That's pretty top heavy. You I'm had gonna pu- go. You had Public Enemy, but you know, I'm gonna whatever. go B plus. And Kurt Angle, Kurt, and Angle. Kurt Angle, but he didn't need. But come. he didn't come from someone else. Even he's still he, an acquisition. That's true. But I was. I didn't put him on those because he was. He wasn't part of ECW. WCW. I'm gonna go B plus. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm going to go A-. I, uh, 
Jericho and Giant showing that WWE is no longer the place to be. Mm. And then you didn't know it at the time, but how important the Dudley Boys become. I that think was a I was smart pick. Grading it down because of Blue Meanie, but in all fairness, he didn't really like. He wasn't really part of the show a whole I mean, lot. He did, the only people that were really do much. Lackey. The only yeah. people were were Stevie Richards for that cup of coffee to be to China, and then you have Bulldog. Uh, it might just might be right. I think that's right. And it's a strong. That's right there. That's a good. That's a good year acquisition. <sighs> All right. Now this one, I'm WCW. Okay. Bam, bam. He's ninety-eight. Oh, is it? Okay. Yep. Hack and Cassidy. Hmm. Chastity. Whatever. Mikey Ripbreck. <laughs> Shane Douglas. The Harris Boys. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Okay. Okay, I put him down. Terry Taylor, Dustin Rhodes, or Seven, ICP. Public Enemy goes back to them. PG thirteen. Yeah. Ed Ferrara and Vince Russo. That's an F dog. That is a fucking. You gave up all of that and lost Chris Jericho in the Big Show. That's an F, dog. That's like a, that is like a NBA 2K or MLB 2K that you do the trade offer, and you go, I'll give you nine guys for Chris Jericho. And that's, that trade is accepted. That's a Devin draft right there. Yeah. I'm a loyalist all day long. That's, that's I will give it a D- minus because you get Jeff Jarrett. That pulls it up from F. But I can't go more than D minus. God, that That's is terrible. You're not, and you're not talking uh, outside of the wrestling ring. DJ Ran, Ricky Rackman. Yeah, those I'm, names debuted. The Misfits. The Misfits. Master P. Master P and the No Limit Soldiers. Swole. I mean. Asia. Midnight. Asia, Midnight. The, Patty Stone dude. Grinder. Uh, I hate first yeah, I, I know, I know. Who were not, you I had to throw in in 99. Coach Berlin. Stern had been there, but that terrible dude he was representing. Berlin, technically. Uh, the dude. Wall. The Wall. It's, it's a demon. My God. <laughs> That's rough. Jesus Christ. I, it's crazy. Uh, one, two, three. And then, the, and then they... Six, seven names. Tag team. Seven names. For WWF. Go through the WWF ones one more time. You have Meanie and Richards. Okay. Bulldog. Hall of Famer. Dudley's. Hall of Famers. Jericho. Hall of Famer. Big Show. Hall of Famer. <laughs> Four, seven. The only one WCW got was Jeff Jarrett that's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. <laughs> and should be Bam Bam. Hey. Oh, you know. Yeah. Except for yeah. he was signed in, on TV in 98. Fuck, I'll let man. that get in the way. But I'm just gonna say, and but even though I have him on my list, Bam uh, should be a Hall of Famer. Yes, yeah, so, uh, damn right he should be. How's he not a Hall of Famer? Not only did they lose Jericho and um, Jesus, dude, right? Big Show. They also lost Raven and Dusty Rhodes to ECW. They did, which I know they're not gonna pop off the page like Jericho and Giant, but in their own way, very important pieces of the WCW puzzle. Damn. <sighs> My God. Oh. And they lost Eric Bischoff. You know. So, but, so let's talk about this. So WCW lost, you know, show Jericho, Bulldog. And they also lost, for, the, for right now, Hogan. Mm-hmm. Flair. Flair. Bischoff. Sting. Sting. Goldberg. 
Goldberg. Hart. Hart. Steiner's been gone for a while, mm-hmm. but he's back. Um, Hall. Hall. Yep. Wherever he leaves, Nash isn't too far behind. Did you say Savage? Savage. Savage. <laughs> they lost a lot of people Dude. and recouped very little. Dude. That's that's and not a great outlook to 2000. Mysterio, he's been hurt on and off. Um, that's not good, man. And then on top of that, if we take off the cave fabe hat, they're going to lose four more in like a month. Yes, they are. Like, who imagine the TV shows right after that? No. Dire those are going to be. I mean, it's why they have the, te- the roster they do, because what the fuck else are you going to do? I'm glad they brought back Brian Nobbs. There it is. All right. <clears throat> so, so, it should be the award show. And it will be the award show. Let's start off with, hey, uh, Mr. Rubel. Yeah. Give us the rundown. What was the best match of the year? All right. I'm going to give you guys a match. So, actually, so funny enough, uh, so I'll explain it to people like I always do. When best matches and jabroni match of the week, uh, I only picked them if we were unanimous. Mm-hmm. So, funny enough, they are. We have 36 best matches and 35 worst, which is interesting. <laughs> so, I will go through the best matches, uh, say what we need to if we need to. The Rock versus Mankind on Raw January 4. Talked about it. Uh, I believe it's the Scott Steiner versus DDP Nitro, January 11th. Rey Mysterio versus Blitzkrieg on Nitro, February 8th. God, what a waste Blitzkrieg was. Right. Jesus, man. <laughs> they also lost him, too. So yeah. hey, hey. He, he fucking quit the business. Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Booker T versus Bret Hart on Nitro in February. Mm-hmm. Man, those two guys. Kidman versus Psychosis on Nitro. Uh, Scott Steiner versus Booker on Nitro. Rock versus Austin, WrestleMania 15. Saturn and Raven versus Kidman and Mysterio on Nitro. Sting versus Ric Flair on Nitro, April 12th. Uh, Kevin Nash versus Ric Flair on Nitro. and I don't know. Anybody surprised that the dominance of Nitro in these matches. Right? Isn't that crazy? I was thinking about that. I was like, Jesus, man. Uh, Austin versus Rocket Backlash, which I believe we said was the better match. It is. Of the two. It's the better match. Uh, Sting versus DDP on Nitro. Uh, Title change. Yeah. Uh, Charles Robinson versus Gorgeous George. Slavery 99. That was a... uh... (laughs) That was a match we did not know would be I, that good. I told you, fuckers. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh, Briscoe and Patterson versus Mean Street Posse. Raw, May 10th. The initial coming out to Hogan's music. Awesome. So good. Brother. Uh, Laparca and Silver King versus Damien and Cyclope. Nitro, June 7th. That was fun. We were like, we need this every and, fucking week. And it was just a week. Bastards. Saturn and Benoit versus Regal and Finley. It's right up Corey's alley there. Hell yeah. Uh, the Triad versus Benoit and Saturn at Bash 99. We're well into July and WWE is still dominating. Dominating, us. right, with these matches. Uh, 
Rock, Road Dog and X-Pac versus Triple H, Billy Gunn, and China. From Does That a Raw? Taker and Show versus Kane and Road Dog. Hogan, Sting, and Goldberg versus Nash, Sid, and Rick Steiner. The crowd was electric. That's uh, the same. That's August 9th, same night as Jericho. Yep. That's what they countered with. Not bad. Uh, Eddie and Ray versus Leparkin, Blitzkrieg, Nitro, August 30th. Filthy Animals versus Chavo. Well, Filthy Animals with Chavo versus Hoovy, Blitzkrieg, and Psychosis. That was good. Filthy Animals versus Vampiro and ICP at Fall Brawl. Somehow that won. That was the best match of the night. Jesus. That, that tells you everything. Eddie Guerrero versus Saturn on Nitro. The Six Pack Challenge on Unforgiven 99. Remember that? Yep. It's a weak card. Not great. Psychosis versus Kidman in a hair versus mask match. Good match. Chris Benoit, Bret Hart, Nitro, October 4. The yep. Owen Hart tribute match. We talked about. It was about like 33 or something. Uh, Mankind versus, or no, Malenko and Saturn versus Kidman and Ray on Nitro. The next week. Two good weeks back to back. Uh, Hardys versus Edge of Christian. Ladder match. No mercy. Just think Mike. Come up here in a minute. <laughs> Triple H versus Shane on Raw. Big Show versus Triple H versus Rocket Survivor Series, the title match. Mm-hmm. Benoit versus Jared at Mayhem. Good ladder match. Jericho versus China at Armageddon. Jarrett versus Benoit in the ladder match at Starcade. Yeah. And Jeff Hardy and Christian versus Edge and Matt Hardy on Raw. So for me, it was clear it was the ladder match and No Mercy. Match of the year for me. I'd say that's match of the yeah, year. For me, yeah. absolutely yeah. clear. Uh, again, though. A lot of Nitro. A lot of WCW winning A lot that. of yeah. WCW. That's surprising. That shows you. The first six, seven months. No, even later even on later. in the year. Yeah. It, it wasn't was, until the very last couple months that Raw started winning. But yeah. the thing is, the, the latter part matches are talented people. Jared, yeah. Benoit. And, like, and Kidman. Hart, and, yeah, and Kidman. Mm-hmm. One, it's the story to me is that when you want wrestling, even in the Attitude Era, you went to WCW until Russo, until Russo showed, showed up, up and it flipped. And it flipped. Now yep. all of a sudden, Raw has the better matches. Uh huh. Jesus. Isn't Christ. that crazy? Yeah, because even up until Russo showed up, yeah. Nitro was routinely giving us better matches. Now, the show may have sucked. Jabroni match of the year. These are. These are. This is my favorite part. I can't. I can't wait for the Jabroni match of the year. Oh my god! Okay, okay. Luna versus Sable, Royal Rumble '99. There it is. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a lot. So what we just talked about. There's a lot of WWF. Of course. Draws versus George the Animal Steel <laughs> oh, on <yeah>. Raw. <laughs> Remember that fucking train wreck. The oddities. Oh my god. <laughs> Roddy Piper versus Hogan, Nitro, February 15th. That was terrible. I, in my notes, I'm going through that one. Again? Yeah. <laughs> Again. Public Enemy versus The Brood Ugh. on Raw. Tory versus Luna on Raw. Not the good Tory. The Cat and Sonny Ono versus Jerry Flynn, Uncensored 99. Oh, God. Would have been better if it was a block match. All right. Uh... Van Hamber versus somebody named Bull Payne on Nitro. I don't know what the fuck that is, but terrible. apparently that happened. It was Bull Payne, baby. Sable versus Tori at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, it's not great there. 
That like fucking leopard printed cat suit yeah. she wore. Jesus yeah. Christ. The original and plus that was the original boo boo face. As soon as she walked out, you're like, well, God. she lost. Uh, I don't even. It's some women's tag on Raw. It doesn't matter. Jim Duggan versus Lenny Lane on Nitro. <laughs> oh, Corey, you were here live. Scotty Riggs versus Mikey Whipwreck. It's Riggs Stampede. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst match of the night. That was a jabroni match of the night. <laughs> Jesus. Damn. That's okay. You got to see Scotty Riggs live, though. How do you feel about that? Um, I, I, Dream come true. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett versus Val Venus on Raw in May. Oh my God! Tiger Ali Singh versus Gilberg. No Mercy UK. The match that we always wanted that we got. So. Oh yeah. There's that. Uh, Hack versus Finley on Nitro. David Flair versus Kevin Nash from June. That was terrible. Draws versus Al Snow. From July. That sounds bad. Midian versus D'Lo at Fully Loaded. David Flair versus Benoit and Nitro in July. Oh, God. ICP versus Public Enemy. <sighs> Ivory versus Tory at SummerSlam. Berlin versus Duggan at Fall Brawl. Kennel from Hell match. Ivory versus Mae Young and Fabulous Moolah evening gown match from Raw. Uh. Yep. Ivory versus Tori versus Jackie versus Luna from Rebellion. Uh. Yeah. Godfather versus Mark Henry in a Hojack match. <laughs> this was after Russo left. Yeah. Ivory versus Moolah and No Mercy. LaParka versus Buff from Nitro. Birdland versus BA, Halloween Havoc. Oh, you didn't know? Buff versus Vampiro from November. The Women's Survivor Series match. God damn. From the, from our missing episode. Yep. yep. We talked about it, folks. And <laughs> That's boy. probably the biggest WTF. <laughs> Vampiro versus Berlin. Ugh. Asia versus Medusa. Jerry Flynn versus The Wall in the block. Piper versus Creative Control. Oh, were you trying to molest them? And the yeah, and the final one, the evening gown match from Armageddon. It's a lot of women. Those are your choices. Uh, for me, I went Women's Survivor Series. The only other one that was close for me was um, where was it? Tiger Ali singing Gilbert. <laughs> I mean, it's just a lot of garbage. It is just it's a plethora of, of, of trash. It's, I, I, yeah, I, in my head, I keep going back to Sable and Tori at fifteen. Yeah, it just it, yeah, it just, keeps showing up. For you're me, not, you're not wrong. For me, <laughs> keep coming back. Candle from Hell. That yeah, was the other one. I mean, well. that's oh. you can't lose on this list. It's yeah. well, well, I mean, the audience lost so. Who is our? Who is the MVP for the year? I thought of mine a little differently. I thought of who was the MVP of each company. Okay. I think I struggled with WWF very much. 
You had a lot of guys with a lot of highs. Austin, Rock, Foley, McMahon. I mean, Triple H. You can make a, a case for Triple H. At the end of the day, I went with The Rock for WWF. Because I thought with Austin going out, thank God they had The Rock. Who knew? Right? Mm-hmm. For WCW, that was tough. But I came down to one guy who um, it, came, it was pretty clear once I thought about it. There was one guy they could depend on. There was one guy, no matter what they threw at him or made him do, he made it work. He busted his ass. To me, the MVP of WCW is Ric Flair. Okay. Um, I've been thinking about that myself for WDF. For both, actually. Because, you know, you have your Rock, you have your Austin, McMahon at points, Triple H towards the end, Big big Boss Man towards the end. Um, But for me, hear me out. It's a wild card MVP for me. Ooh. For me, it's Kane. He's there the whole year. He is? Yeah, he is. And he deals with his brother, corporate ministry. That's intriguing. X-Pac was one of mine as well. But he's just there from beginning to end. And he's being put in feuds that he does. X-Pac, now DX, Ministry, Union, uh, people he faced, people he teamed up with, all that stuff. It's Kane. I think, I've been thinking about it this whole time, like, for me it was either X-Pac or Kane for WWF. It's interesting. X-Pac's been doing the great matches, but these last couple months with new DX has kind (laughs) of snipped it. That X-Pac heat, right? Um... For WCW, I'll go with you. It's Flair. President Flair. Just whatever they threw at him. He did, yeah. He, he, and he it. it doesn't help that you can... Okay, you can... Every big name you have is gone for the longest time. You have X, you have Hogan, who's gone for a while. Comes back, and he's gone for the rest of the year. You have Outsiders, gone most of the year. Goldberg contract disputes. Yeah, it's amazing how little you actually got Goldberg in that name. Goldberg's out contract disputes. Sting injury. Package injury. DDP. DDP injury. Movies. Yeah. Rick Flair. So, for mine, because I keep stats, I'm going stats. Can't go wrong with stats. He's a stat man. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm going to give you the top 10. Oh. Going backwards. So, number 10, who had eight votes, and this is whenever we voted. This is what I kept down. With eight votes, Shane McMahon. Okay. A four-way or three-way tie for seventh. Uh, with nine votes each, The Rock, Macho Man, and Charles Robinson. Hey! How about that? Strong year for Charles. Number six... With 11 votes for you two gentlemen, Ric Flair. 
Number five, with 14 votes, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I know who's going to win this. Number four, with 15, who passed Vince McMahon because of the final Nitro, Bret Hart. Yeah. Triple H, number three, with 16. Mm-hmm. Number two, Stone Cold Steve Austin with 19. Mm-hmm. And number one, not even factoring in Thursdays, Mick Foley with 24. As soon as Ric Flair was six, I was like, yep. Foley's going to run away with this. So make Foley for me, dog. Okay. I like the stats. Uh, motive. Gentlemen. <laughs> Vince Rousseau. I mean. For both for which, companies. I was like, both which companies? companies? Both companies. companies. Both Fucking companies. Both. companies. Yep. Unanimous. There it is. Market. Okay. Top ten. Not even the top ten. We talked about it a bunch of times. We never. We didn't pick him. Most I weeks. think we picked him once. It was hilarious. We picked them absolutely like, hilarious. We, we picked them pick like the final couple times, but because it just felt like I don't know picking the women's pool match. Women, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Vince. So a four-way tie for seventh, which rounded out the top ten with seven votes each. Val Venus, The Rock, Hollywood Hogan, and Al Snow. I would not have expected The Rock to be on both. Uh, so uh, the top ten that I had. Everybody but Charles Robinson was also a Moa Dib at some point. Yeah. Uh, number five, a tie. We had Sable and Mr. Ass. Eight votes apiece. There you go. Number four, Vince McMahon with eight. Number three, David Flair with 11. Number two. Yes, sir. Roddy Piper. With 13. Jesus Christ. And number one, old Mab himself. 17 votes. Fuck Buff Bagwell. <laughs> Marcus Alexander uh, Bagwell. But it's fucking Vince Russo. Fuck yeah. that guy. Holy uh, fuck. Uh, WTF. Uh, so I'm not going to read him because you actually covered most of it. Okay. So, uh, It's Owen Hart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I it's mean, Owen. It's Owen Hart. I mean, yeah. It's owned by a landslide and seconds draws to me. It's like, yeah. Uh, the more serious things. So we end 1999 with these champions. Okay? We entered. Corey gave us the rundown. Nailed it. Yep. We end WWF with the big show as the champion. Heavyweight. You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it. The intercontinental champion, Chris Jericho and China. Lame. Your tag team champions, the New Age Outlaws. Lame. European champion, Val Venus. Lame. Hardcore champion, Big Boss Man. On fumes. Women's champion, The Cat. And beginning of the year with Sable, blah, blah. WCW. Bret Hart is your heavyweight champion. Sad. Jeff Jarrett is your U.S. champion. Medusa is your cruiserweight champion. Jesus. Your television champion is a trash can. Yep. Your tag team champions are no one. <laughs> and your ho- hardcore champion is Norman Smiley. Uh, both companies believe that Perelts are just props, and there you go. Yep. There it is. So, Corey. Goddamn, what? Sit on up, because you got to tell us what we're looking forward to oh, yeah. in the year 2000. Oh, my God, Joe. Since you gave us some snippets, I remember last time because you went, and I quote, Ric Flair would be buried in the desert twice. <laughs> yeah. And I went, 
bullshit. <laughs> Joe, he could just spoil January and you would swear it was a year. So, Corey, <laughs> give us a little snippet of what are we going to be looking forward to we are going, in the year 2000. We are going to see the continuation of the most successful wrestling storyline to bring women into um, fandom. Um, that's already been started in the late in the late days of '99. It's going to continue to blossom throughout the year, and then in typical WWE fashion, just peter out to a death. That's to come. We're going to have hardcore zaniness in both companies um, with their respective titles. Uh, might even be a kick in the pants about it. Um, we're going to see. On a serious note, we're going to see how the WWF handles no Austin for a year. That's interesting. It's interesting. We're going to see seven, off the top of my head, seven changes in management at WCW throughout the year. (laughs) That's off the top of my head. Um, We're going to see 25 world title changes in WCW. I knew there was like a high number of 20s. Yeah, that is two a month. A little, yeah, a little more than two a month. So, um, we're going to see. There will be no new NWOs, though. We got two in 99. We get none in 2000. Got that looking forward to. We have world championship reigns by people who deserved it and by B movie stars. We have Vince Russo's Pope Mobile. Yep. We have the most ridiculous worked shoot in wrestling history. 100%. I cannot (laughs) wait for that. I'm so excited for that. We have multiple monster trucks. Yep. We have a loyal Canadian, a fat chick thriller, and a 70s guy. And it's just one person. (laughs) (laughs) And a match that will define an era? Yeah. 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 We have uh, just a few other snippets. (laughs) We have a match with no less... Then um, six different stings. <laughs> uh, amazing. <laughs> uh, and we have, and I'm going to leave you on this, the musical stylings of Tank Sinatra. Oh, by the way, Dory Stover, you got Tank Abbott at the end. Again. Uh, yeah, I just spoiled uh, it. <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, well, I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah. Before. So F now. Okay. Before <laughs> you close the out, Joe, I forgot two other stats. Okay. Did I, anything I bring up, like, peak you? All of that. Because <laughs> I can tell you this. I don't know the stings thing, and I'm very interested in that. So here's the thing to me. For some reason, the year 2000 is a blur to me. Like... When I'm watching Nitro or Raw during the year, 
through 99. I'm like, oh, I remember what's coming, what's going to happen. Not 2000, for some reason, is a blur. Can I just point out that I did all of that for you right now, and I didn't include one single thing from January. Dog, Jesus. I'm so excited. So, before we get out of here, Joe. Yeah. So, Corey, how many titles did you say in, 20, in 2000? Uh, forward to? 25 world title in changes WCW? in WWE in 2000. In 99, WWF had 10. WCW had 12. Total. So they had we're 22. Gonna have, we're going to have, we're gonna have more <laughs> than... WCW has more than both combined next year. And the, maybe the most... I don't know why I started keeping traffic of it. It's a dumb stat. But I'm going to blow you guys' minds as we get out of here. But I love it. And this didn't really matter after mid-October. There were 114 Nitro Girl segments. <laughs> God damn. And for that being said, one more thing. So I, I you know, <laughs> yep, I didn't tell you guys I was doing that. That's amazing. I want to hit that with you at the end of the year. That year's. is amazing. 114 100. segments featuring the Nitro Girls. Damn. <laughs> uh, I will end it with one of my snip, snippets for the year 2000. Guys. No more three-hour nitros. Hello, fucking will you? In fact, there's at least one week, there may be two, where nitro is such a low priority for TNT, it's preempted for made-for-TV movies. Jesus Christ. In the summer. My God. Like in August sometime. They, there's like a Gulliver's Travels, like two-part. <laughs> the Ted Danson TNT. one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? That they just preempt nitro for. Like, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. Oh, fuck, dude. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So, yes. The year, we're going to put a, a bow on 99. A bow. We're going to close the book. We're done with 1999. <laughs> flush it. We're going to flush it. We're going to go to the year 2000, starting next week here on the Monday Night War Stories, the Midweek War Stories, and the Pay-Per-View War Stories. Guys, what's the first pay-per-view of the year? <laughs> uh, well, the so pay-per-view out. happens. Uh I wouldn't worry about the build. Yeah. <laughs> so our first pay-per-view build will be nothing. For the pay-per-view war stories is the there's W sold out. <laughs> aptly named. I, and I, I can know. do the mark out or no sell right now. Please don't. Um, Save Buff it. Bagwell versus DDP. No. 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 That's, that's all I can know. So okay. that's, we're done. that's it. We're okay. done. One match show. That One match happens. Okay. So that's what we're looking forward to. Uh, <laughs> so so long, 1999, and hello, 2000. You look sexy. You can find all of our podcasts at nocellentertainment.com. That is right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can go back and listen to the year of 1999, the year 1998, the year 1997. Six, five. Six, five. Do all that. Catch up. Uh, and like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.